There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. What was that? What? What's that sound? Where? It's aliens and they're living in your town. Damn. They have arrived. What? They're all around. Where? So many aliens living in your town. Are you scared of aliens? What up, weirdos out there in weirdo land? We're back. We're back. Yeah. I missed that song. It's the new podcast, the first oh. one of the year. And we've got a producer, Denny's, a Ryan Beckett, and a Vicky here. How the hell is everybody doing? Good. Wow. You, you ain't lying. Right? <laughs> oh, boy, he's back. The team is back. <laughs> so this is the first one. Let us know if there are any technical difficulties. There, there could be some bumps in the road, but let's get right into it. First of all, happy National Chili Day. Oh, is it Chili Day? It's, it's National Chili Day. Now, do we like chili? Uh, oh, yeah. I used to be obsessed with chili, but since I'm plant-based now, I have this plant-based chili I eat now. Sounds great. <laughs> really? You were obsessed with chili at one point. Oh, yeah. Skyline chili spaghetti out of Cincinnati is it's the balls. It, I, I love chili. It, chili's delicious. Yeah, it's great. Vicky, you look like you you hate it. No, I like chili, and it's good for leftovers. You can take it to, for lunch the next day, so very practical. The next day, when you heat it up in the Tupperware, you can dip bread in it. It breathes new life into it. It's also national. It's some kind of cocktail day, margarita. margarita. And what are our thoughts on these these uh, holidays that are goofy, but there's multiples? I feel like we there's enough days to kind of. It's street capitalism. It's just a way to like spur spending on those specific things. It's what they call a hallmark holiday. Do you hate Valentine's Day, Beckett? It depends what my situation is. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean. If you're in a great, awesome relationship, it's fantastic. If you're single, you're kind of depressed. If you're newly dating and you have a couple people you're dating, then it's confusing. You don't hate the concept of it. You just hate if you're in a situation where you can't really celebrate it. That's correct. I mean, it's probably, to be fair, to go against my own statement, it is definitely the quintessence of a Hallmark holiday. But I think it's good to acknowledge your significant other. It's kind of good they put that out there. They should have a day yeah. just for all the people who walk around That's right. that never, ever celebrate their partner. You need a day to force them to do it. Vicky, I haven't talked to you in so long. I can't tell. Are you a lover of Valentine's Day or is love dead? Valentine's Day freaking sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Whether I'm in a relationship or not. Now, I have to say this Valentine's Day was saved at the last 25 minutes before midnight. So I did... Experience it was magic. okay. Yeah, it was okay. What is that? Are you is that are you are you being Randy right now? Are you being <laughs> pervert? I can't tell. What do you, what do you no, mean? No, it was innocent enough. Okay. Yeah, no, it was innocent enough, but yeah. it came in under the wire there. Twenty five minutes. Last twenty five minutes, it really. Yeah. The pound of the hand confused us for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I think Beckett's gonna blow out our speakers. <laughs> I think Diddy's has me turned down. <laughs> turned down. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna make adjustments as we go. We, we are gonna make adjustments. There's gonna be some bumpy little bumps along oh, the way yeah, throughout this whole thing. Now, if you are new to the podcast, Vicky is our resident psychic medium. Uh, give us a little background, just for for people who don't know. Um, I started as a paranormal investigator first in 2007. So around 2013, I discovered that I had ability and I started doing readings and I do them to this day. And um, it's not something I practice at. It just comes naturally. And when it's time for a reading, I turn on. When it's over, I turn everything back off. We've got some good questions here. Um, a psychic reached out to me a few days ago talking about how she's got the ability to get feelings, emotions, vibrations by just looking at things through a screen. And here's the one question that I had. Can psychics get feelings or vibrations by just looking at someone off a screen or is that legit fraud? 
No, that's how I do most of my readings. If they want to get in touch with somebody, they give me a, a picture of the person, and I look at the picture. Also, one of my services that I provide for Point Paranormal is that if they are out of state, I have them take pictures of a property, and I do a virtual walkthrough of that property, and I'm just simply looking at the picture and figuring out. I usually tell them what's going on in the house, so they don't tell me what's going on ahead of time, and I tell them who's actually causing the activity. So for me, it's legit. If somebody had that gift, but they could only get it through the screen, is it possible, like an athlete, could they practice and go to that next level to where they could do it in person and then they could do it, you know, yeah. is, is that really a thing? Well, people with ability, it usually comes in what I like to say, like layers. For me, it was one ability at a time. First, it was I figured out I was an empath and I could feel emotions. Then I could feel energy. Then all of a sudden, people are talking to me. And so for me, each gift had its own time period to develop, and then the next one came in. So I had somebody tell me years ago, if you have ability, if you have a gift, ask for all of them. Mm. And that way you have a full range. The more gifts you have and you use, the more you can help people. When you say ask for the universe, you just say, you know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, using me to communicate. You know, I'd like to be able to see you next time or I'd like to be able to hear you or, or whatever you're not doing. Ask, say next time, I would love if you communicate with me that way. When you go universe, is that kind of your interchangeable word for God? Um, in this case, it would be my interchangeable word for spirits because the spirits are the ones that are helping with the communication and how they're going to communicate. So I'm basically talking like right now, like this room probably has a hundred plus spirits. Wow. You, you, you can feel it? Well, that's, that's just, there are more spirits in a room than there usually are living people. Beckett, we're hearing rooms, we're hearing spirits, we're hearing psychic abilities, thoughts. I'm drinking one. <laughs> <laughs> this place has spirits well, for sure. As she was talking, I was thinking, I mean, you guys are, are musicians and you develop your ear, mm -hmm. right? And you can, like when I did voice lessons for a little bit, she did like a little assessment. She goes, well, here's the good news. You're not tone deaf, so that means I can help you. Right. So I think if you have a base layer, as she described it as layers, then there's an opportunity to develop it. Right. And your ear, like music, becomes more attuned. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking Sing about. Sing us a song. Sing, Sing us a song. I want to do karaoke Sing. really bad. Oh, you've brought it up many times. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in. Okay. I, I could. I really do. I need some karaoke uh, in my I, life. I haven't I, done it in a long time. I, I love it. Uh, Denny's. Uh, you heard Becky talking earlier before the podcast started. He was showing Vicky or trying to show Vicky a picture yeah. of somebody. Now, this is what you do. You do look at pictures. Now, what was going on with the picture you were trying to show Vicky? Are we, are we able to get in any of that? Yeah, so we'll just say on like high level. And on high level, someone I'm excited about, right? Romantically. And, right. And <laughs> right, right. We sound, <laughs> we sound like Valley Girls right here. <laughs> totally, right, right, right. I am totally bad. So uh, for, I'll remind the audience that's been listening for a while, and anyone that's new, I'll tell them this. So it was a while ago, four or five years ago, I had a situation where I was a little smitten, and I showed Vicky a picture. And I sent it to her. And Vicky and I, at this point, are close. And I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get a text back on the picture and she's, if I remember correctly, she's like, it needs to be a picture where I can see her eyes. Cause I was in that point of the relationship where I was feeling a little sliding down the slope and I was a little confused after mm -hmm. being on a high. And when I saw Vicky, we were at the radio station at the time, he, she goes to me, she was like, Ryan, I didn't want to text it or do it over the phone. Like I wanted to tell you in person. I was like, oh God. <laughs> and Basically, what she had to convey is like, I think if I, memory serves, like there's a chemical issue. Um, you know, it wasn't really a great uh, reading that Vicky gave. Mm -hmm. So at the time, it hadn't really hit me in the face. Sure enough, a month later, everything Vicky said was true. It hit oh, me in the face. Because you were thinking with your peen, probably, and you drove right to them red flags, didn't you? Oh, I drive through more <laughs> red flags in China. Like, you know, I was just like, I can fix her. 
I can fix her. <laughs> I remember when I showed Vicky a picture of someone I was talking to, and it wasn't a favorable report, but I got my information right away. I wasn't waiting around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, But you do have to say, I was gentle, right? Like, you were gentle. Okay. And you were right. I tried to ease him into it. Right. Yeah. You never got to be gentle with me. I want you to... <laughs> So, you, so what's the verdict? I should show her the picture at some point tonight or wait till the next podcast? What do you... Look, you're a man of your own world. And I, Vicky, you seem uncomfortable with doing it. Well, because I've kind of thrown cold water on his relationship before, I don't know if anything's going to come across that's negative. But he's in the fun stage. He's in, he's in the, you know, beginning fun stage. And I don't want to do anything to throw a wet blanket throw on Throw something him. into his head right now. Yeah. Ruin it for Becky. <laughs> Ruin it for Becky. <laughs> no, man, I think we got to find out. All he's right. a big boy. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> Wait, if, it, if it goes like the lap, nice, nice Beckett. That one almost slipped by. Dennis, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, well, I couldn't either. <laughs> You couldn't hear yourself. All right, another question for Ask Vicky. Can a spirit start off at one age and then turn or jump to a different age? For example, because it was a pretty lengthy email, if I died at my age right now, do I... You know, go along to in the spirit world at at the age that I died at, or can I jump at my favorite part? Or once you're locked in, is it that's it? (laughs) So once you cross over, you have the ability to appear to other people at whatever age. So let's just say you show up and you're visiting your childhood friend. You're going to show up at that age mm. so that they recognize you if it hadn't been years since they saw you. Unless you want to fuck with them. You show up as a grown man. Go, oh. <laughs> right. And the only exception is I have been shown that babies or children who die very young, um, they actually get to grow up on the other side. Mm. So they don't age in the same manner that we do. Like, say... Instead of one year, that's the equivalent of two or three years or something. It's it's a little bit different, but they actually are allowed to grow up, and the best part is they are very, very protective of their parent that they left behind, and they're usually one of the spirits that come for their parent when it's time for the parent to go to the other side. Wow, that's heartwarming. Yeah. if That, that makes me feel more spiritual. Right. Because that means someone like the higher power creator, the universe, the spiritual realm is like, hey, this was a traumatic thing for the parents. And Mm -hmm. we're going to put this baby, this toddler in a position where they can communicate. And that's pretty special. Yeah. Testify. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I love a spiritual back here. Yeah. (laughs) And we've got our last question. Can spirits harm one another when they're trying to cross over or to any level? There's definitely been cases where, at the very least, they've irritated the heck. If it's an earthbound spirit and it's in a home and and they're residing in that home, um, they have a certain amount of control. I'll tell you a quick story. When we were ready to purchase my house, my daughter said, can I do an EVP session upstairs? We hadn't purchased the house yet. So she got an EVP of two men, and one of them said, get out. And at first I'm thinking, I'm not going to get out. I'm going to buy this house. But the other spirit answered, okay. So that one spirit was the bully and the one in charge of whether they were going to show themselves to us. And they're still there, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And now, could, could they be so fixated on fighting with one another or staying in that kind of mindset to where they like staying there? They don't want to move on to that next level. Right. A, a lot. Of, if you're earthbound, there's usually some reason why you're earthbound, whether it's just a per, pure joy level or you're just being a prick and you don't want to go to the other side but the longer you stay as an earthbound spirit the more likely is you're going to stay oh man that's the problem and there are people like i have helped people cross over who've been here a while but it's very difficult if somebody's been hanging around for you know, 30, 40, 50 years, it's really hard to talk them over. Oh, my gosh. I, I find out right now that I've been dead since 1975. You've been trying to get me to go. This whole time. This whole time. This podcast isn't even real. None of it's real. None of it's real. <laughs> Beckett's not real. It's all a simulation. Yeah. It's all a simulation. Man, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> oh, that would that would wreck your mind. Well, would, great it, ch- would it change the way you lived your life it if would ruin you had everything. full knowledge it was a simulation? It would ruin everything oh, for me. Oh, my gosh. If you found out that, oh, it would ruin everything. It so would ruin everything. You wouldn't be able to. How, what would you do? Would you change your life? I think the, the Matrix kicks you out, right? And then the robots get you. 
No, like you have the knowledge now that this is a simulation. Do you have a change of direction? Do you live your life differently or do you stay the same same bird? I think at the core I stay the same, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for you not to change when you find something that heavy. When if you find out the answers of your existence and it's totally different than what you thought it was. Oh. I mean, I would never expect me to be AI or a robot or matri- any of that stuff. So if I legit found that out, yes, it would change It would change something in me. I, I, I'm not saying I would go rob banks or anything and become <laughs> evil, but it would it'd be a bummer for me. Wouldn't that make you personally want to try to figure out why? It would change. You wouldn't be able to focus on anything else. You would want to figure out either how to manipulate the system now that you know it's a system. Well, at the end of the day, we're code. We're, what is DNA? Six, For sure. six digits? For sure. We're, code. we're organic code. And now we, with the CRISPR, we can manipulate our code. Just yeah. Just like computer code. Uh, I'm with you. There's also kind of some, some semantics in there, too. I, I, That's I, true. I, I get what you're saying, but it's also, I think there might be more to, that we're just code. But then again, you'll get, we'll get emails going, no, Beckett's right. We are just code. Yeah, our DNA just infinitely builds over and over again. So there's way more to it, for sure. But with the CRISPR, now you can edit code. Right. So if you have six digits of code, right, like computers are binary digits, bits, right, zeros and ones. So now you can go in and like that Chinese scientist got in trouble because he took those two twins and he made them immune to the autoimmune disease, AIDS. Mm -hmm. And he got in a lot of trouble for it. But he could go in like a computer program and literally change their code. It's like that movie Gattaca or that book Brave New World where they genetically make humans and then humans think lesser of organically reproduced humans in the future they think they're lesser because the genetically enhanced ones the parents go in when they want a kid and they can put everything they want they want them to be athletic they want them to be tall well i, I just remember being a little kid watching all of these tv shows and movies and it, it was just fodder it was just talk oh mm-hmm. look, look look at that they can they can jump from planet to planet and and aliens and all this kind of crazy shit i i have a theory did we know this for a long time? All this technology was coming, and they were just slowly implementing it into our content, just so we don't freak out. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They go, all right, we got to start introducing this slowly to them, so when it happens inevitably, they don't lose their minds. It's just a theory, yeah. so there, there's no rhyme, you know. There, there's no facts behind it, but maybe they're just throwing little seedlings into all of the content, and they're giving us message to what what's about to really. It's all going down, baby. That yeah. kind of and shit. And they pull the tablecloth. Yeah, we were trying to warn you. <laughs> I mean, that's how you wreck people. That would make people go insane. Well, just think about an analogy. So we went through genetically modifying things and in terms of plants For and sure. foods, right? And what, do, what did we do eventually? We're like, oh, organic. Organic is the way to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're going to go through the same thing with humans. We're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can make my son a good baseball player and he's got a strong arm and this sounds great yeah and then we're gonna realize that as soon as humans try to like mess with the code it doesn't really work out and then there's gonna be we're gonna go back to organic right back to the way it used to be vicky do you remember watching stuff as a kid that you go that's impossible but it's only kind of come (laughs) true as we've gotten older where you go this is weird man I, i never expected this to ever happen yeah i mean the one that hasn't happened yet is to press the button and the you know, my dinner come out of that little the replicator. <laughs> the, the Jetsons, that, that's you know? one of the few things that will not hasn't happened yet. But yeah, I always bring up Twilight Zone. It's almost like he had a book or something, Denny's. Yeah, he, yeah. he knew. Black Mirror. Well, I had. To, I don't get anxiety. Like I'm laid back, like Denny's to a fault. I had to stop watching Black Mirror. It was giving me like panic attacks. <laughs> it was giving me anxiety. Do you like Black Mirror, Denny's? Yeah. So, admittingly, I've only seen a fair amount of episodes, maybe like five or six. All of them are cool. I hear they're not really tied to each other, so you can just watch. It's just it's kind of like Twilight Zone. It's dystopian. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. I'm, I do every video game I played since the '90s is all dystopian. I I I really like this series. The one the only one I really just did not like was the Miley Cyrus one, and I had such high hopes for it. I don't know if you guys have seen the Miley Cyrus one. I saw that one. <laughs> that, did you like it? Uh, I think they tried to like pander because they had a big star in it. But it was interesting. It's Get not my out favorite that. one. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite one is, uh, I forgot what it was called, Juniper or whatever, where you had a choice. And it really put your brain to the test. The choice was is that depending on what you believe on, believe in in the afterlife, you can either get uploaded yep, to, the... to a server 
and you can live a life with your friends and your family and everything. Or you can go the old school route, put your faith in a higher power, and go to heaven. So the crux of it was that if you choose to go in the server, you stay here in the afterlife kind of earthbound. If you put your faith in a higher power, whatever you believe in, you go into that, whether it's darkness or heaven or whatever it is. And certain family members have different tacks. They're like, I want to, I don't really necessarily believe in the afterlife. So I want to go on a server and live forever Mm. with my kids and my family and whatever. So it really kind of holds people's feet to the fire because right now you have no choice. Well, yeah, then you, you have a choice. One. So that really kind of smokes people out, so to speak, on what do you oh, want to do? People what? struggle with choice. So <laughs> I want to get your opinion on that, Denny's. What do you pick? I'd probably pick the natural path. Why is that? I'm not trying to disrupt the cycle. A lot of things that you read and stuff, everything cycles. And if you try to stop it or whatever, it usually causes issues in the future. Are you talking some uh, back to the future? Oh, continue, def- Marty. Definitely with time travel, but <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Back to the Future. Just the yeah. life cycle, you know. If you're changing the natural progression of things, it's going to have backlash somewhere. I'm with a sweet Denny's on that. I would, I, I would go and take a chance on dying and having nothing happen, than to stay. To me, that's that's it's fake. If you're stuck in the the meta, so to speak, and you're kind of uh, just there. You're 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 basically making your own little world, and it's not real. You're and in limbo almost. What if you could do the best of both worlds, and you could do like a year in meta, and then you could move on? <laughs> nope, it doesn't work that way, Beck. It's either all or nothing. Yeah, here. We, we don't get into little hybrid decisions here. So, so people that are either gamers or have ever played a video game, imagine the difference if you have unlimited lives. Mm-hmm. To if you have a defined amount of lives, absolutely. You play the game. Totally differently. Oh, you're you're chaotic. You're reckless. Do you remember Game Genie? Oh yeah, Game Genie was like a game changer, right? And you go Game Genie, talking code. Yeah, and you play the game totally differently. You're like, oh, I'm gonna jump over that but thing. I'm gonna die ten million times. It you could really argue matter. that the journey, the playing of the game, the experiencing the new things as they happen, is what you're trying to experience. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have God mode. Eventually, you're a vampire. You're bored. Yeah, that's true. Denny's is right. When I, when I put it on God mode, if I'm just having a bad week and I want to win at something, I'll put it on God mode, basically, on, on my baseball game, and you just start crushing the ball, yeah. and you're hitting the ball out of the park, and then after a while, you do get bored going. It's awesome. It's awesome. And, but you but lose its You lust. do lose. It, it loses its luster. That's the human nature. So if you cheated all through college, when you get your degree, it doesn't feel as war- uh, rewarding. If you were on God mode on the baseball game and you beat the, you won the World Series, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm going to go to bed. But if you worked your ass off to to get that college degree or to win that World Series, you are stoked. I still talk about the balance of it. I still talk about games I beat when I was young because they're so hard. Yeah. I think Becca should go back to the sports analogies. I know you like them. Yeah, I was enjoying that. (laughs) Vicky, video video game (laughs) when you play, what was your favorite video game playing back in the day? Do I know this answer? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't play video games. You, you never, should know that answer. None of them you ever. never played a video ever. game ever? Maybe. Then I'm going to really date myself. Maybe Frogger, I guess. Oh, Trying right, to get right, that right, stupid right. frog across the road. Yeah, Frogger. Like for like two seconds. Pull position. That you, was it. You hate video games. I hate video games. Okay, let me I'm ask you this. I hate board cool. games, too. Let me ask you this. What? It's not exclusive. I like hate board games, board? too. Like a Ouija board? We're going to get to that. What game? I want to see how... How against games you are. What game is this? Prepare for qualifying. Oh, that's good. Wow. You really, she hates video games. That's pole position. That's pole position. I mean, I could probably, if you had done something from, you know, a game that my kids play, maybe. I don't know. All right. You didn't even get down with like, like, uh, what, 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 Candy Crush? (laughs) I mean, she she doesn't like video games. Gosh, you're right. do you Unless guys know? That was Pac-Man. I don't know. Do you guys know what Mario <laughs> and Luigi wears? <laughs> What's that, Beckett? Do you know what Mario and Luigi wears? What? Denim, denim, denim. Oh, that's good. That's good. Wow. Beckett is going to come in here on Thursday on Joke Jury Day. (laughs) Your segment. And he's going to come in here and drop a joke. You're going to take that shit from him? Mario Luigi jokes, too. And I love video games. It was on topic. It was great. Well, speaking of your great segue, we're talking Ouija boards now. Talking Mario Mario and Luigi boards. Mario. 
Love it. Denim, denim, denim. Now, Jill from KVJ Nation, she gave me this Ouija board out at an event. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. And it's caused some problems. I had it in here, and a guy was looking at my dryer, working on my dryer. He saw the Ouija board. He was here for about a, for three minutes. He acted like he had to go get a part to fix the dryer. And then he texts my friend who set up the meeting. He's like, yeah, that guy's not coming back. He's scared of Ouija boards. And just want, he said he had to go get wow. a part. He left because of the Ouija board. First question I want to ask you, Vicky. Is just having a Ouija board an issue to the people who don't like Ouija boards? Or do you have to delve into the practicing of it for it to be an issue? I mean, for some people, just having the board itself would be enough to deter them from coming back in your house. Um, spirit, I'm talking spirit-wise. Spirit-wise, you have to use that as a tool in order to have something come through it. Now... If someone has used it before and there's something negative connected to it, then you can get it, you know, by proxy. It's it's going to go ahead and come with the board. Um, the thing is, there's a million people that have played with those. There's a million people that had no problems with it. Out of the million, one or two might have some horrific story. And as Beckett has said before, why push it? Like, you know, if there's a chance that something bad is going to happen, why bother? I have, like, definitely, well, 2024 is my year to be chill AF and okay, change, change yeah. my life. Denny's got the bomb. So I would not use it for communication, but I have no problem being in the room with it. I have no problem touching it. I have no problem anything having to do with that. Um, I just probably wouldn't use it. I would take out a recorder, which some people are going to argue my recorder is the same as that. Mm -hmm. And to kind yeah, of... Yeah, you're right, because it picks up the... Yeah, because I'm communicating. You know, I'm communicating, actively communicating with something. Um, the difference is, is that lower vibrational spirits figured out, oh, we can really wreak havoc with this. And so a lot of them will just focus on people who are doing it. And the real problem comes when you create a relationship with that board and whoever is coming through. Because whatever's coming through is some kind of entity that wants to seep into your life and wants to create some kind of control, and they get power from that. Question. Is it always a sad, bad story when it comes to Ouija board? We can't ever have a good moment with the Ouija? Get like that, a ghost clown? Yeah, so, someone comes in and they're all cool and they just they love music and they want to chill and... Oh, they, they help pick shit up every now and then? <laughs> Listen, there's always the chance that that's going to happen. It's just that a lot of times the ones that come through are just pretending to be something that they're not. It's like going to that skeezy bar. Are you going to find the love of your life? <laughs> Maybe there's a chance. <laughs> Good analogy. <laughs> but, but it's, uh, it's no, probably not going to happen. No more JMO from back here. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There's a possibility. There's a possibility, but smaller. the chances are very low. You're most likely to get a creeper. <laughs> People always go, Bird, why do you want to mess with it? It's because I'm trying to, I have a different perspective. And I see what everyone's saying. I'm trying to get as much evidence as possible. Because I do think there's something, like electricity, it's always my example. I feel like spirit or uh, psychic abilities or even, you know, paranormal type of shit. I feel like it. You can tap into it. Some people just don't know how to tap in. Electricity was always there. We just had to learn how to tap into it. Right. And look, what we don't know as a species, we could fill a couple books. So to act like we know we're tapped into everything that this universe has to offer, I think it's kind of ignorant and arrogant. I agree. I mean, that's kind of like an electrical cord that you know has a fray in it. Go ahead. Take your chance. Plug it into the wall. You may not get electrocuted. There may not be a fire. But you could. There are other ways to open yourself up and to improve your abilities than to use the board. To the naysayer who thinks this is complete horseshit, they go, bird, what the hell is Vicky talking about? It's a game from Parker Brothers. It's not real. I've never had an experience. How do we know you guys aren't lying? I get that all the time. Bird, how do we how do we know you're not lying about your ghost experience? Or how do we know you're not drunk? Or how do we know you're not high? Uh, what, what do you say? And, and these are the questions we get. You a don't. Lot. <laughs> and that's that's just from my dad. <laughs> that's just from my dad. <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, in all these years and all the cases that I've done, I've never found, even if someone, because on our questionnaire it asks, have you ever done anything with the occult, Ouija board or whatever? And even if there's a yes there, I have, I personally, in my cases, have not found a direct correlation between the use of the board and what was in those people's houses. However, other people have. But me personally... It's never, I've never been able to connect the dots and say 100% that that board is what is causing the activity in the house. So you did a walkthrough, and for anybody who doesn't know what a walkthrough is, basically, if you don't mind, describe what you do, what you feel. When, when, I, when I ask you, hey, Vicki, we do a walk through my house, what, what's that process like? So I just start walking through different sections of the house, and I just see what I feel. And I get impressions and uh, things like that. It didn't take me far because you have that the main rug that you've always had. And then you put that other rug right in front of it when you first walk in. Is it the pizza rug and the alien rug or is it the... It's the one right in front of the aliens when you right here when you first walk in. Got you. As soon as I stepped on that rug, there was like a ton of energy, but it was only from the knee down. Hmm. And I felt like something was going to like grab my leg and that they had like little tiny claws or something hmm. on their fingers. Um, um, okay, let's talk about <laughs> that for a second. Could it be a ghost cat? It could be, it's either a dog <laughs> or it's a demon jaybird. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, it could be an elemental. You know, they... something tells me I would attract elemental. I think we've kind of, what's an elemental again for the people who don't know? Uh, nature spirit for a simpler term. Um, but, but what does that mean though? It, it, they're, they're not human. They've never been human. And they have a connection to the earth. And cultures for years, a lot of them respected them and worshipped them. They might have called them fairies, gnomes, whatever. And they had a lot of recognition. And what happened is people stopped, you know, giving them their little saucers of milk and stopped saying that they exist. And then they got a little disgruntled. So now some elementals and some nature spirits will... Like be tricksters and recap. They're more gremlinish. Well, I, yeah. I want to get this on record right now. Elementals, if you are listening, I hear you and I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love your act. <laughs> Elemental it up up in here. Okay, so you, you felt that uh, when you walked in. As you go further. Uh, the, the usual place where I hit, like get sucked into the vortex, like that kitchen area that goes straight back to your uh, laundry room, I flatline there. I I didn't get anything. Hmm. But when I crossed over into your living space, I got very, very nauseous. So I don't know. See, that could be connected to a living person or a spirit or your vortex has moved. I feel like, uh, to be honest with you, I do feel like there's something going on in that room on the reg. Uh, Whatever was going on for, you know, you talk about the vortex area. I... Bring up the Ouija board. I'm bringing up the Vlad doll. Uh, only because I do feel like this is a different kind of energy that I've ever felt. And I don't, I don't like it at all. That's actually. true. We forgot, I forgot you brought Vlad into the house, right? Yes. I mean, that's another possibly haunted relic. I feel like there's something, uh, something different. Right. Uh, now, the only, the only air quote spirit that I saw was whatever this little elemental was. I didn't see any human spirits. When I went further into that room and I went to the other side of your table, like in between the table and the sliding glass doors, that's where I got super, super nauseous. That, that, that makes sense a little bit. It, it, it feels like there's something always in the corners now. Yeah. Squatting down, darting by. Uh, I mean, I can't tell if it's, if it's my night terrors. and I just I thrash, but there's been several times in I would say the last month where I feel like something is holding me down or I'll wake up and I'll have these really bad like honestly as if someone was holding me down sore marks or sore feelings in my upper arm or chest area right what is that is that night terrors or is that could that be it, it really does feel like I'm being constricted of sorts yeah I mean it could be um, sleep paralysis it could be the night terrors now remember the last time we had video cameras set up here, we did capture something behind your curtains where your glass doors, and contrary to what the naysayers, as you would say, Don't the, the, doors, <laughs> the doors were closed. There was not any, it didn't happen on a consistent basis like the air conditioning. Anyway, 
something takes your curtain and pulls it back at least twice that you can see this curtain like it's physically being pushed back by a hand. Where my elementals at? <laughs> <laughs> Becky, that one was tall. Becky, you hear, you know, uh, tales of night terrors being held down, elementals, thoughts, opinions. Sounds kinky. What? Sounds kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kinky. Is Beckett's, is, it, is his mic on? Yeah. I think he turned me down because of my laugh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to say, I, I got You know what? He's at a good level. Ever since you came in with that joke, I could tell Denny's. He's I'm pissed. slowly <laughs> turning He's pissed. You down. He's pissed. Is that why you keep texting me? I haven't even checked my. Oh, okay. All I was right. like, He's um, you, what, I was like, control your boy over there. You hear all this stuff. <laughs> Did it scare you? Do, do uh, we, does it bring out the bitch boy back in or? So it brings out a little bitch boy, but it also makes me more curious. Right? Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. This is why to know there's such a thing. Yeah, yeah, I I I do. I want to get stuff in here cuz I want to get some more footage. I would like to try to get something on on camera or on the other end, am I just fucking crazy? Yeah, you're like the Columbus of spirits, right? Like you you want I don't know, that's a controversial name. You're an explorer. So you, like, we'll just have like an, an, no an ambiguous Oh, is this kid? You could call it I don't an ambiguous uh, name, you're an explorer, right? Well, and yeah, you're gonna you. you're gonna take the risks. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because you want to learn for yourself and for the audience and for the people. Good thing I'm not in a prostitution. Why? Because I'm an explorer. I take risks. You don't. No, nothing. Hello? <laughs> I'm turning he you down. He gets the so higher end one. It's not as risky. <laughs> no, it's interesting because you know at the end of the day, like I can go sell real estate and go about your day, but it's always I think that's human nature. Not all of us. Some of us are more curious than others, but. That's what makes makes it interesting. Like we're gonna explore. We want to know more. Like let's like push the boundaries of medicine and spirituality. That's and part like, of the journey. It's is, part of the journey it's is like, the look. is the learning new. It, humans just crave new experiences constantly. We always do. So when you watch a movie or something and it has a twist you never seen, you get so excited by it. But we get things get old to us real quick. <laughs> they too. do. They it, get old. It's what we call the hedonistic curve, mm -hmm. right? So the hedonistic curve. You start with a, ca a cup of coffee and you're buzzed by caffeine. When you're studying, now you're drinking a pot, pot of coffee and mm -hmm. you don't even feel it, right? Now, you, now you're borrowed Adderall. Right, exactly. Um, it, it starts to go crazy and Exactly. Crazy. And I think as you get older, when you try to make a connection, you know, you had puppy love. People say puppy love. And you're very connective. Your neuropathways are very open. As you get older, you're a little bit more jaded. And, like, mm -hmm. you've had these experiences <sighs> and all that stuff. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a hedonistic curve. <laughs> Me either. Well... They say the same thing about pornography. You can start off and it, oh, it's it's just a, a thing that, that people do. I've seen people struggle with where they they start watching porn and now they have to they got to keep it. The vanilla porn doesn't do it for them anymore, so they jump up. It's got to be more salacious. It's got to be more salacious, and it, it really is a thing for somebody who's got an addiction per, uh, addicting, addicting personality. personality. I, I I know a couple that they almost were calling it quits because they one of them got a different job. I have permission to talk about this as well. Uh, one of them I was like, bro, blowing up my game. So their their <laughs> schedules changed, and the one the one dude they never were they weren't having sex that really ever. And he and when they were about to have sex, he had jerked off like three different times watching porn, and he realized it was a major problem. His sex drive was down. I just think to your point, the sweets of the world, the things that bring pleasure yeah. can uh definitely can confine you if you're not careful it's, the, it's pretty much the whole they thing. Just lose that excitement it, it sounds like a very weird analogy but at and i was thinking junior in high school i stopped drinking soda right like i had diet soda every once in a while but like i read something or i had someone tell me that there's so much sugar you're mm -hmm. drinking like 100 grams of oh, sugar gosh. and that big gulp whatever whatever yeah, no. so when i stopped drinking soda all of a sudden, vegetables tasted good. Mm -hmm. All right, get the fuck out of my house. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, like, listen to this bird. Because all, all of a sudden, vegetable propaganda in my own damn home, Denny. All of a sudden, carrots tasted sweet. Oh, <laughs> kale chips. This is the same guy that told me kale chips were just as good as potato chips. Like, Not no, just as good, but it kind of you were blowing kale chips pretty hard. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. No, but my thing with you and your exploration, love it. Great. Don't do it in your house. That's where that's where the line, like 
I have been doing this since 2007. I have a lot of protection around me. I don't mess around in my house. My daughter has just started doing tarot card readings. She doesn't do them in the house. She does them on the front porch. It's not in our living, actual living space until I know that she has her protection in place. So that old expression, you shouldn't, where you, you know, eat. Do I just go to what, the uh, the ghost park? Well, I'm. Uh, I don't know. You may know somebody with a paranormal investigation team. I don't know. Ah. Oh, you, you, could me. Always, you could always come along with them. She's also telling you to use protection. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you don't want me to get those, those, those gum, uh, the, the, ghost, the ghost bumps. Um, <laughs> the, uh, ghost crabs would suck. So I understand, I understand what you're saying. I really do. But do, do you see why I would want to do it at my house? Do you understand? Oh, yeah. You're right in the middle of, of Disney World here. I, I, I'm Disney also, World, so I, I understand your urges. And okay? I'm, in, I'm I in control as well. I'm able to, I mean, this is my headquarters for, I'm also trying to get content out there to the people. So it, it's, it's sometimes it's harder to do the th- like i would love to go out on ghost tours i really would i think it, it sounds so fun it's just, not a tour it's an investigation i didn't i didn't I, that was so <laughs> not what i geez everyone's insulting everybody <laughs> <laughs> i so did not mean to say tour i apologize you should just do it at the studio and then you don't bring it back to your house <laughs> oh they are such pussies Kevin, Virginia <laughs> are the biggest pussies when they it comes to this well, shit that means, oh my kinda, God. that means they kind of believe in it I think that yeah, I th- yeah, to an extent, I'd to imagine extent, they do. 100%. They yeah. are not explorers. Well, that's I, how you call <laughs> someone out on what their level of belief is, right? Like if maybe they're not like super diehard evangelists about it, but if they don't want you to do it at the studio, that means there's they... a little level of belief there. It's <laughs> true. Otherwise, they would think of nothing fine. of I don't it. Care. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Uh, no, believe me. This Ouija board got me thinking. I'm over here talking to the, the, the last question I was going to say is, is there. A way to get rid of a Ouija board the proper way, because it you can get rid of it. Nah, fuck you, Ouija. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you have to I, drive and I, throw it out your window. And yeah, I, I drive and it's it's back on my living room couch because I did it the wrong way. Yeah, there's fallacies that you should burn the board, that you should break the board up, you should do this, you should do that. I personally would just wrap the board so nobody knows what's in there, and I would just put it in the trash. Damn. Damn. I'm not Stomp saying you it. have to. That That's on you. I'm not uncomfortable with it in here. Well, what happens when I'm feeling something here and you're not getting a vibe? Well, what's all that about? Is, is I'm, that, not, I'm, I'm not infallible. Is it? Well, no. I'm, no I'm, what I guess what I'm asking is, is it possible, A, you didn't do a long enough walkthrough? B, they know you're my Tangina. They right. know Google <laughs> <Right>. Tangina. Who's <laughs> Tangina, Beckett? <laughs> Oh my uh, god! Man, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The the spiritual You've been kicked out on how many times? <laughs> this, oh, so many twice times in just an, the spiritual uh, ghost woman from Poltergeist. Uh, and she oh. talk like this. She was also in Teen Witch as well. That's right, Denny's. And Sixteen Candles. Okay. Oh. Very small scene in Sixteen Candles. I, I love it. I, I love it. I can I can talk eighties references with people. Uh, okay, I forget what I asked you, but I felt like it was it was a very good answer, and I think you did a great job. <laughs> Okay, with that said, I think it might be time for some Denny's Random Facts. Oh, our sweet Denny's, he just, he searches, he hunts for factoids on the internet. He gives us some factoids. Vicky, our educator, she grades him. If she loves his facts, she gives him an A. If she hates it, she's been known to give the F. Denny's, the floor is yours. All righty. So I kind of teased it on the video promoting the podcast tonight. Uh, The... Earliest case of send nudes documented uh, was in 1828, and you guys might be familiar with the uh, portrait, but it was by 40-year-old artist Sarah Goodrich. She painted a miniature portrait of her own breast, and she took much time on it and made sure that it looked buoyant and the paleness was there. She had a crush on a U.S. senator, so it was in an attempt to get him to marry her. Uh, so he met with her and exchanged this with her. Ultimately, he ended up marrying somebody else, unfortunately. But he kept that portrait for 50 years, and eventually it was donated and displayed now currently at the Met. Beckett, be honest. Do you have a bone piece right now? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show <laughs> the photo. Table's a little higher. <laughs> I'm going to show a censored version of the photo for the good people on KBJ TV. S- uh, censored? 
Yeah, I don't, in case anyone, but I'll, I'll show you guys also a censored version of this as well. Va va voom! Very va va voom. The portrait's called Beauty Revealed. Wow, it was painted real. on ivory. I know what I was gonna say. For, she so was, she for took her painting in the 1800s. She no, took she... much care in this, and she was also famous and renowned for painting miniatures. Wow, um, those uh, that's uh, the breast painting I've ever seen. Those, <laughs> those, titties, those titties are popping. Oh man, <laughs> that was good stuff right there. <laughs> But yeah, 1828 is the first documented case of sending news. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you personally censor that picture? I didn't. Okay. I, I had to search. There's so many non-censored ones. I had to you search. You had to look at so many boobs to find that one. I was like, oh, darn. You had, you had to look at so many painted 1800 titties today. Oh, so much. That, that's a fun project, though. This is a, a funny, random fact for you guys. But yeah, oh, I didn't grade that. The senator that she was trying to woo was Daniel Webster. You can look him up. From back in the dizzy. Does any of the Western's dictionary? I don't think he has any affiliation. <laughs> Wait, what? I just wonder if there was any affiliation in Webster's, Webster's dictionary. dictionary. Yeah, go up to the microphone. Speak right. I was it. I was going away because of my laugh. No. I have to talk back to laugh. That's what right. it is. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, Vicky, what, what do you give Mr. Denny's well, on that? He used the word buoyant, so I'm going to give him a B. So she described her own portrait as she tried to make it look as buoyant. And have a unique paleness to it, which was popular at the yeah. time. It's kind of a life preserver. <laughs> I, I think that was an A. <laughs> it's so funny though. Eighteen twenty-eight, man. We just uh, oh, so actually here, I'll jump an to a an... cup or a B cup. Oh, back here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those are C's. <laughs> well, so here I, I got another uh, random fact here, kind of pertaining to what we were talking about earlier. I think this is kind of a big topic just in general, and and I think uh, everybody's kind of experiencing it these days with AI. Um, it's really been blowing up. They've been making tons of stuff. I'm sure you guys have been seeing them all over your Facebook pages. Well, anyway, um, the term deep fake, which is a, mix, a mixture of deep learning and synthetic media, is an algorithm which operates on multiple layers, and it picks the different layers to draw lines, lighting, and it creates a almost realistic image. And uh, there's this... Um, company home security heroes that did a study from 2019 to 2023 counting the number of defakes that were in circulation and at the end of 2023 they estimated about a hundred thousand defakes in circulation representing a 550 percent growth from 2019 for about three years the technology wasn't accessible to normal people the last two years it's kind of really blown up uh, so that's almost like a hundred percent increase each year Funny enough, they, they separated it into a pie graph to see what people were using it for, and 98% of it was for pornography. Oh, my God. Hmm. Out of all deep fakes you've ever seen, mm -hmm. 98%. We, lo we love nakedness. It was also broken down to celebrities doing ridiculous things, adding cat faces, and politicians were there also you. the biggest The things, people want what the people want. 98% of all deep fakes out there of the 100,000 that were in circulation at the end of the year was made up of pornography or something pornographic. I mean, the first factoid was about titties. The second I know, I was going to break porn. it up with another one, but we were talking AI, so I kind of figured <laughs> well, someone needs to get it laid. It wasn't looking <laughs> really good at the beginning because I was thinking, maybe I'm not smart enough for this fact. And then when you brought out the porn, you saved well, it. I brought, so, I brought so up. So you rallied for that. I did the initial stuff just to paint a picture of this technology, this power we possess. Right. And in the last five years, we've only used it to make porn. So saved by the porn, B plus. Okay, I love it. Nice. Here's so here's a non pornographic. We're gonna bring it back down for the good people here. Look, you don't have to. You don't have to. Please do. So <laughs> this is kind of cool, and I guess I just never ever thought of it. Deaf people are known to use sign language in their sleep. A case study was done, and uh, people who exhibited rapid eye movement and had severe hearing impairment would often show fluent signs of sign language while sleeping, almost uh, so fluent, in fact, that researchers were able to see what they were dreaming of based on their hand gestures. Wow. So when deaf people dream, they sign, and you can, you can interpret those dreams, I guess. That's super interesting. Kind of random, I guess. It was just something I never thought about. I go, darn, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. It's like a fun one. But, uh, Vicky, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> sensing a tone. I don't know. Well, no porn, so. <laughs> I, mean, I, I should have saved the porn for the end. I was, hot, I was hyped about the AI. <laughs> always stuff. end with the porn. Never, never start off with the, the porn. porn. No. Yeah, you got to end with the porn. Always. always. That's what brings the climax. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry. The more we talk about porn, the more. Oh, Beckett. Yeah. Beckett's ready to hump. 
<laughs> uh, this is kind of. It sounds like you are too, Danny. Well, hey, I'm trying to get you guys going. We got the mood lighting. You guys sound very horny. We got the Mike Myers headlamp going on. Well, uh, in case anyone was wondering. Don't get me wrong, I'm horny too. Uh, this is kind of a cool life hack. <laughs> Everyone's. I already. I can tell you were horny over there. Uh, talking life hacks here. Uh, did you ever try to cut glass in a specific way, or to ever break glass on an edge? You know, I was trying to once. I was trying to get a bottle and and cut it across. Well, there's a life hack for you. You can cut glass with regular scissors if you hold it underwater. It's called the ribbon effect, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a good I'm gonna play a uh, video for the people right here. It's also gonna be called a bit for tomorrow morning. I want to yes. try to cut some glass underwater, dog. So I got the video playing for the good people. I'm gonna hold the video up for you guys since we're on different systems here. But if you submerge glass in water, you can cut it. The reason being is that the water fills in between as the glass is being cut with the scissors, and it absorbs a lot of the energy, so it doesn't allow it to shatter. So you can actually just cut like a circle. Like in the video, he's cutting a circle out of glass. Dude, that's really cool. What kind of scissors are those? I, I go, how did I never know this? I, I tried to use that one thing where you soak rope in, I think it's like uh, oil or something. You put it around a bottle, and then you take it off. And then when you put it in cold water, it's supposed to – it didn't work. It, it was terrible. But So if you do want to cut glass, this is probably the way to do it. Okay. Do you think that will uh – do that tomorrow morning? Absolutely. I looked it up. It's named after a physicist from the 1800s who d who discovered it. I just I don't know why nobody ever talks about it. Because it's I don't know. I I know why people don't talk about it. I'm sure. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I really had nothing else. To <laughs> All right, give us one more factoid, Denny's. <laughs> give this, us one more. This is kind of a cool one, and I'm sure uh, people who travel a lot might know this, but. The moon looks upside down in the southern hemisphere compared to the northern hemisphere. So when we look at the moon, you have the man on the moon. But if you're in the southern hemisphere, it actually looks like a rabbit. It's upside it down. Since I was a child, I thought that. It, it looks like a rabbit to me. Yes. No? So basically, if you're seeing a photo from the southern hemisphere, it's going to look like a rabbit. If you see a photo from the northern hemisphere, it's going to look like the man on the moon, like a face. I love it, Denny's. So in the southern hemisphere, rabbit. Northern Hemisphere. Danny, you got yeah. me. Obviously, you got me all ginned up over here. There was a. I know there's some moon news coming up, Beckett. Yeah, I know you're. You came in here dancing, and talk about the moon. We won't get to it yet, but uh, okay. we'll talk about it in a second. Vicky, what what are your thoughts on that last moon rabbit? <laughs> you didn't want to give him one more chance to end strong because that's like a C or a D. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought the moon rabbit was cool. I love it. Dude. I know you're a big moon rabbit. I'm fan. a big, a big moon rabbit fan. I and I did uh, the AI at the end. Speaking of AI, uh, do you have those pictures real quick? I do. So uh, everyone's talking AI these days, and there's that one that I I was really interested in. It was where you can text and they generate a picture mm -hmm. so quickly. And That's the one I was talking about, those deep fakes. Yeah, exactly. And artists are, you know, people who can really paint and draw and create. Some of them are worried. Some of them are pissed off. Because it took me two seconds to write. A, it was basically Billy Joel playing piano to aliens in Bigfoot. And within five seconds, it goes. And uh, I'll show you guys on. Here, I bought them up for you guys. I'm going to play them for the good people, too. I love it. So, Denny's is going to show you guys what it looks like. Now, do we think. This is cool. Does AI nail it? Or does this look like shitty art to you? Okay. Yay or nay on the AI. Which one do you want first? Billy Joel playing for Bigfoot and Aliens. So I got it up for the people. It's oh, kind of cool. Yeah, I mean. Wow, is that our new uh, <laughs> album cover? It looks. It's, it's rad. You love it. I love it. So yes. you're, you're team AI on that. Well, it's the best thing we've ever had. <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty good. It's, it does pretty it's, good detail. It's sick. Vicky, what are your thoughts on it? It looks like it came from a comic book. So it does look like a comic book, but I bet you you could type, uh, depending on what you want. Make it in look the less like of... a comic book, and it'll make it less <laughs> yeah, like a comic book. Make it That's look the like amazing a... thing about AI. That, that, is it amazing, or is it scary? Or it's can both. it be both? It's both. 
Vicky, are we yes, going? Both. Are we going the right way by letting AI take so much control? I mean, w when you're able to type something in, boom, 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 and it creates art for you. Some people like a Beckett. I, I get shit for my opinion all the time. They go, "Dude, you sound like a dinosaur. This is what technology is. This is how how the human species evolves to the next level." Genie's out of the bottle. It's gonna ruin people's lives. Oh god. I, I because we want to believe the negative. So somebody's going to come up with something that's going to be attached to somebody. And next thing you know, they're getting arrested and everything. I mean, it, could, it has the potential to ruin people's lives because we just automatically, we automatically want to assume it's real. We're not going to do any fact checking. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go ahead and, you know, People are burn coming. somebody at the stake without having real evidence. I'm going to show you a couple more examples just to see. Maybe they, they were just one and done. All right, I, I, I put bur burger eating at Burger King during Armageddon. Mm. And this is what it's... That's what I would do. This is what it's fit up. No, you wouldn't. Kind of more in the comic book as well. Some of these aren't comic book. So, by the way, I I Fantastic. am very new to the whole AI world. I've realized you could do the real photos. I didn't know how to do that. I, I, it's fantastic. Do you just go in there and type in, make this a real photo So of, you could do in the style of whatever. You could pick uh, a famous artist like Picasso. I saw a video today. They had uh, Leonardo Messi... Uh, in a uh, picture, like his like sports, like just standing there. Mm -hmm. You paint his picture, and you can make him do whatever you want. Oh wow! Yeah, to Vicky's how, point, how hyped is he about that? Yeah, I mean, are you hyped about no. that? Yeah, and let's also get him masturbating <laughs> on top of you know what I mean? A soccer ball. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now now he's fucking the soccer ball. Yeah. But now people can be as creative as they want. They can, but. It's like anything, though. Yeah. Humans are always real cool about, you know, getting power. Vicky, go on. I mean, I, I could see, like, I don't want to give anybody any ideas, but I work at a middle school now. I could see if you have a kid that has this ability, next thing you know, the teacher's being arrested and oh, fired from their position because they've done something so realistic that they think it's real. So when I read the deep fake, that AI deep fake study to get those stats, one of the problems they were having was that kids in school were deep faking students they were students with and then leaking photos of it. It's insane. Dude, how, how do you control that? Well, you, you know, for, for, it's the physics rule I always cite. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. It also gives someone a defense in the sense that that's not me. That's a deep fake. If you don't mind, sweet Dennis, could you just keep putting I'll, up those? I'll cycle through. Yeah, cycle through. I, I just want to just, I want to get you guys' opinion as we're talking about AI. These are the ones that we're, we're creating. And it, and this is just shitty, three second, no thought, no. Uh, that, that, there's Taylor Swift oh, I love her dating now. a unicorn. I think I've become a Swifty. All right, we're not going to, we're not, <laughs> nothing against Taylor Swift, but <laughs> we're not. Can, uh, I, can I get a new seat? Can, yes. I, can I move my seat? You absolutely. Uh, and then you've got Bill Cosby getting eaten by a sea monster. Again, these are all in the cartoon effect. But do you guys think that that artwork is is good? If that it's was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the Taylor Swift one. Taylor Swift one looks real. Yeah, that it one looks, looks fantastic. Real. Yeah, I just said Taylor Swift dating a unicorn. That's what it produced. Travis Kelsey. No, just her. <laughs> just, just her riding a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're, we're definitely times they are a changing my friends well yes. you think about that i know it's totally apples and oranges but you know we gave a music analogy earlier the music industry early on some of my friends in music were pissed off about auto-tune mm -hmm. and a couple of my friends in music were like now the people that write the music can perform it right and a lot of people thought it was going to change it and it was going to push good singers out because auto-tune was there. But the universe always kind of has a balance. And maybe I'm being Pollyanna, but I don't know. I, I feel like AI, you know, people got to know how to handle it. And I think that when it first comes out, people overshoot it. Oh, absolutely. No, I think, I think people handle it great. <laughs> this, this is this is this is something different to me no, you're right. people always try to compare it to that when no, the television first came out or the radio this is so different than the television and the radio i mean television and radio is pretty much one way unless you called in or you wrote somebody mm -hmm. a letter this is so interactive and right. so your thoughts now can be manifested in literally anything you want in five fucking seconds crazy. i don't know man i i I see what you're saying. I don't want to be a dinosaur. I don't want to be somebody that gets older and shits on everything. I, I really don't. But I also don't want to be a person that fakes the funk and acts like 
there's not potential great problems 100%. for the species on this. Well, I always try to listen to people that are way smarter than me. And, you know, you listen to someone like Elon Musk. He's been ringing alarm bells for a long time. And he's like, Pandora's box already been open. And he's been begging legislatures. He's like, you guys need to regulate this. You guys need to figure out a way. Like, this is going to be something. Like, listen to people that are in it that know way more than you about it, you know? Because just like social media, it's caused suicides and it's also caused fundraising for amazing charities right and it's caused people to connect there's always a downside and there's always an upside it's like a weapon yeah exactly it can be used either way it can be used 100%. defensively or offensively 100 no I, I i absolutely i think there's a, there's there's some good stuff with that yeah but you know we're we're, we're kind of everybody at this table right here with with all of our age group we kind of are growing up in a unique time because yeah. the because be the kid the kids growing up with all the technology it's going to be regular for them we 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 literally saw <laughs> things change right before our eyes in such a great quick way yeah. quicker and faster than you could argue at any time period at least it keeps in, accelerating it's like when you fold a piece of paper yes one fold two fold three fold four fold it keeps accelerating we heard about robots and all this shit now we're talking ai creating stuff and aliens are in the sky and kids dressing up like cats vicky it really just confuses everyone yeah it's gonna cause mass confusion it's yeah it's gonna cause some mass confusion i do want to say before we end the podcast i want to thank jill or kvj nation or who did give me the ouija board she she did bring it i I see her in the chat room i I don't want you to think we're hating on you we uh (laughs) it's but it's changed your life no it it, it brings great content but look it's a fucking ouija board it (laughs) it, it gets people talking which i love but thank you for the ouija board i i do love it um the one thing i i love doing is the local music the songwriter stuff i i think that is awesome we're not going to do it tonight because i and hopefully she's listening Right before we, we stopped doing the weird and whatever, um, a woman reached out to me and her husband was, was, was dying of, uh, I, I don't want to get the disease wrong, but I think it was cancer. And she wanted her, he was a songwriter. He, he had a song and he passed away and she wanted me to play it for her and her daughter. And I, I would love to play it. Unfortunately, I cannot find that anywhere if you are out there and you remember reaching out to me, I can't find it in my email. I can't find it in my any of my messages. It's really been heavy on my mind. I would really want to. I would really want to play it for you. So if anyone knows who I'm talking about, please get her that message. Let me know uh, who she is and where she's at, and maybe you can help me find it, Danny. But I, I can't find it anywhere. I'll look through there. We'll look for keywords. Uh, but yeah, please, if you are a local songwriter, send me your stuff. Uh, Jason KVJ on my Instagram. That's the best way usually to reach me. Would you want me to, I could play, I mean, I have my laptop. I could play anything you want. If you want me to play a song we've done or something. Yeah, you know, we don't have to play anything that we've done. We can, uh, uh, we can... I like yours as songs. What's the one song that I like? Do you guys record that one? I think uh, that's one we were working on, yeah. It was, uh, it was, Becky was hanging out one night after the show. You know, I was. You know, I almost got married. Did I tell you that? No. You never knew that. You don't know that. Did you know I almost got married, Vicky? What? How I was. We, I was not through the story. I was a week. Because I've told this story before, and I, I told it so many times back in the day. But Jeez. some people might not know. I was about to get. I'm talking a week away from getting married, and she was from Colombia, and she really didn't speak great English. But we <laughs> we we spoke. We spoke the uh, the language of love, love, but she she really she was learning English at the time, so it was it was a great it, it was a, a roadblock of trying to get to know each other. I I, I know I know where you're going, Vicky. I know where you're going. <laughs> we could have been on Ninety Day Fiance, and you blew it. Well, here's what had happened: the guy she, she worked. It was when I worked at the golf course. She worked with the with another guy who was very fluent in her native tongue and very fluent in English. And he would go back. He found he found out that we were dating and starting to talk, and that we were you know about to tie the knot, and we were obviously growing in a relationship. And he kept on working on her, saying, "American men, they are cheaters. They, they're Jason is lying to you. He's cheating on you. I mean, he fucking sandbagged me. I knew none of this oh was going gosh. on. I knew none of this was going on until she, because he basically worked it into being her best friend, oh. in my opinion." So he was there to really the, the shoulder to cry, but he was lying, just making up all kind of shit. Oh, 
horrible. How long ago was that? This was, uh, it's funny you say that because Beckett wants a song. This is a song that we did. uh, It's called Green Card. It's hard to beat that native tongue. Yeah. It's it's one of them lines in here. It is one of them. strong. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This is the song about me getting almost married. Smile.